0: Welcome, 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 everyone, uh, to our fifth episode of this podcast. And today we have a really another really special guest with us. Um, his name is Kang, and he is um, a software engineer, full-time software engineer at Microsoft. Um, he was also an intern at Amazon and as well as at Microsoft. Uh, so. So yeah, let's let's talk more about you. Um, how did you uh, like break into the tech industry? Uh, what was something that uh, you found so interesting that you thought that I need to get into the tech industry and you know pursue my career? Um, yeah, oh, sorry, I
1: didn't want to
2: cut you off there. Um, so from a pretty young age, uh, I think I wanted to you know do stuff with my hands and build and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, during high school, I had a bunch of programming courses. Right. Um, and from there, like, you know, combination of, you know, playing with like was this kid or whatever, as corny as it sounds like those kinds of things, as a kid made me realize like, Hey, I kind of really want to do this engineering thing. And then, um, the, like the computer science and the computer engineering just kind of fell into place when I did it in high school. I really enjoyed it. But, um, yeah, and so I applied to Mac for um, general engineering, but I knew I wanted to do computer engineering even in my first year. Um, so, you know, after doing the first general year of school, did that, um, you know, cause I, I know that you guys are in Mac right now. So, you know, general first year, then you apply to get like your second year choice. And I went for computer engineering and I got into it. So then through there, you know, just did the, uh, computer engineering, but what really was different Kind of had this turning point where, you know, computer engineering was really cool and had all these really, really cool, app- uh, real life applications, like, you know, cell phones, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I really liked that. But the actual practical part of computer engineering was extremely difficult for me. Like, um, I don't know what the age group or what your your listeners are in. But if you ever get the third year in computer engineering, you'll understand what I mean, because it, it's a completely different game from what you thought that you'd be getting into. Right. Hmm. And then, you know, also the fact that it was so difficult was one thing. And then, you know, the pay was better in software engineering. So I kind of pivoted and went into software engineering.
0: Yeah. So, so as you talked about all these different kinds of computer uh, courses, uh, computer engineering, software engineering, could you, could you like uh, uh, say, like explain what these are, like, what's the difference between them? For yeah, listeners?
2: So, yeah. Um, like, I guess I'll go in general first, and then I could talk mm-hmm. about Mac specifically if you have particular questions about that. So, in general, like computer engineering is more on like the hardware level, right? And it, it, it could even be like lower level systems. So, um, an example of this is like, I guess, like the biggest example is so I did an internship at AMD, right? And that's where a computer engineer would really shine because there's so many different parts of the engineering cycle a computer engineering cycle that are down there like when you think about making a chip right like for your uh, gpu or cpu right there's like transistors that are involved and the circuit design layouts and then there's you know like programming the circuit and all these different steps that are just being just to make the circuit right Mm -hmm. those are all the things that a computer engineer would really you know want to do and would involve uh, themselves in there's also uh Circuit design, schematic design, all that sort of stuff, and I thought that was really interesting. But you know, it was very difficult, so I didn't want to do it. Um, software engineers is it's a really broad term. Um, you know, you could do like a whole bunch of stuff. With, like, you know, web dev. Right now, Microsoft, I'm working on like software security. So that's like another thing that you know you could do with software engineering. But I don't think that you should take you know that much of a like. A granular look at the two of them if you want to try one thing it's not that difficult to switch into the other thing i think if you just you know because the the field is so broad and you learn a lot of transferable skills regardless of where you go
0: Mm -hmm. so so yeah so so first uh when you started like most of the first years when they start or sometimes even the second years like because at mac uh first year is common so uh, so in the first year and second year, people have this goal, like they're going to go in the FANG, uh, Facebook, Amazon, and all that. And they, they don't see the opportunities outside that. Uh, so, so when you first started, uh, did you have that goal or, or was it uh, totally different? And what do you recommend?
2: So you're, you're asking if, um, when I first started, if I had a, a role, um, a goal outside of FANG or like those bigger companies. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, man, like for me, when I first started, and I know a lot of my friends felt this way too, like we like, okay, coming from high school, right? Like you you think like, oh, I'm the smartest guy here. I've gone into, you know, engineering school, right? Like, you know, like you kind of have that chip on your shoulder, which I think is pretty toxic in general to the, the tech industry, but in high school, I was not that smart guy. You know what I mean? Like I struggled through grade nine, grade 10, grade 11, and like grade 11, I really started to pick it up and, like, just kind of get good at math, right? I'm still not really great at math, but I scraped by, I think, and, like, got into Mac, and um, from there, I was always, like, you know, like, I don't really want all that stuff. I'm not smart enough for it. There's no way that I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I was okay with working at, like, whatever company would take me. I was, like, you know, I was really not confident in my abilities, right? And even now, I'm not really confident. You know, like, you never really get confident. Mm -hmm. you know right so um in in the beginning yeah for sure i was super super like there's no way i could do it i fang was not even in my in my mindset i was just like i'm willing to take anything or anything right anything and anything and everything sorry yeah it was only when in in second or third year when i started applying so um, i don't know if you if you're planning to do it but you know between your third and fourth year you can take that one year internship break mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really recommend doing that. Like, I think I learned a lot from that. But when I was when I was prepping for those interviews, I was like, you know, a lot of my friends were just like, man, like, just apply, you know, like, whatever, you could do it, right? So I started applying, and I eventually got AMD, and then working at AMD, you know, like it, it was a great company and all, but I felt like I could do better. So then I just started applying aggressively, and um, I got Microsoft interview and did it, and then Amazon interview, and, and like the rest of history, right? Mm-hmm. So like I don't know like I thought that I couldn't do it and then I could, ended up being able
0: to. But yeah, self confidence is the key. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, most of like my colleagues as well as some upper years, I've seen that uh, they they focus more on learning more and more programming languages. Mm-hmm. So 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 do you think that that's that's the right way or or there's something else that we should focus on?
2: Um. One thing I will say is that like as like if you're if you're going to learn something so that it can help you get a job, right, at least do something that you're passionate about because it will show in your projects or when you talk about it, right? Because like um, like I, I know I know a lot of people, right, like just really want to get a job, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, and I think that is true. And it's really good that you're, you know, applying and you know putting yourself out there, but it really shows when you do those interviews and when you do those, you know, um, when you talk to other people, other, like you do networking, it really shows when you care about something that you worked on rather than I just Googled, you know, like a project on like Google or YouTube and followed follow tutorial, right? It, it really does show a difference, I think. And um, like, like, you know, and that passion to learn is not gonna come from following a tutorial, it's gonna come from you actually wanting to solve a certain problem or, you know, a certain something. If so
0: yeah, so so what do you think? Uh, people should start from, uh, while they are working on their project, or think even even like coming up with an idea of coming, like doing a project.
2: Um. Sorry, I just realized I didn't answer your first question about the program. It was programming language, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, language. <laughs> yeah. Um, no uh, yeah. So like, you're asking for like where to get inspiration in. Like, yeah. So, so so so.
0: Yeah. So many of the first years and who who are just coming into the tech industry, uh, they don't like like come up with uh, ideas uh, out of the blue. Uh, Yeah. So yeah. So so what do you think? Like, are the steps so that we can uh, come up with a project, or or there's something else that you recommend?
2: Um, So for like like finding inspiration, I really think Mm -hmm. it's just you know like what like for me, it was like, what would help me in a day-to-day situation or like what could help someone or like what would I even just find cool, right? Just to do. Um, if, if I'm being honest, though, I wasn't really like super into doing my own project kind of thing. Like I tried, but I wasn't the greatest at it, Hmm. but, um, like what, whatever you really like brings you passion and stuff like that. Right. Like it could be like, you know, I want to optimize the way that I, you know, do my day or shorten some things out or like help someone or, you know, that sort of thing. Like where, where, where can I actually solve a problem that someone or I will find useful? Because Hmm. like I said, like those, those tutorials on YouTube and stuff, I really like, it shows that you are able to like basically copy someone.
0: Hmm. So, yeah. So, so many of our first years and everyone, uh, they, they tell us to, uh, since I'm in the first year, so I'm talking, uh, according to my perspective, uh, they tell us to go in hackathons and tell us to participate. But I've been like to many of the hackathons, like around five of them. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like a weekend, it's like uh, two days long, right? Uh, yeah. It's 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 only during the weekends. So so I don't find like, I learn a lot uh, during that time. Like it's just two days. And um and and most of the stuff is like carried out by those who are more experienced in that and they have an idea what they're doing and Mm -hmm. and i just ended up making presentations about the project so yeah yeah, so what do you recommend like people should go in these hackathons and these competitive programming like what is what is that cp competitive programming yeah
2: um okay so first question or answer the hackathons I really do think that those are a great opportunity Mm -hmm. and if you find yourself in the position where you know you're not really learning anything and you know you're just more like the presentation uh, guy I think that you may be in the wrong group right like every hack I've only been to like like one or two but all of them are like and I I, want my friends to be fair like we all decided like you know we're going to work together and do this blah 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 right and it's been a good time like you're supposed to like learn from a hackathon, but at the same time, I have a lot of friends that don't really like hackathons. And, you know, if, if you can get that experience outside of a hackathon, that's fine. Like you've already been to five. I've mm-hmm. only went to like one or two, so you've already doubled and more what I went to, right? So if it's not something that you particularly like, then it's not something you have to do, if I'm being honest. It's a great opportunity mm-hmm. to like learn and like network with and like meet new people, but if you don't want to, then it's not, it's not like you're gonna break your career. Mm-hmm. It, and then the second question for competitive programming,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I think that competitive programming, if you like it, will really help you out because um, I don't know if you know, but like, you know, LeetCode, right? Is what you have to basically do to get like these job offers, which is kind of dumb, but like competitive programming, is just another facet of like training your brain to do, um, you know, like those LeetCode questions. They're, they're a bit different, but um, you get the similar kind of idea, and if I'm being honest, it's like a little bit fun. I didn't like it too much because I wasn't very good at it. But I have a lot of friends who, you know, got offers straight through competitive programming for coming in like first or second because, like, you know, these big companies like Intel or whatever like they know mm-hmm. that these guys are smart, right? Because to do those programs, you got to be smart to, to mm-hmm. be to be in those competitions.
0: Yeah. So, like, mm, so, so you have been uh, like getting so many internships and now you're in Microsoft. So you have gone through several rounds of interviews and yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think that is the most important in that, in those interviews it's, is it uh, your coding skills or is it your soft skills?
2: I really think that it's, it's definitely a mix of both, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, if, if we, for example, if me and another candidate got the exact same question and, you know, we both answered it correctly, right? It's it's more of the question of like, okay, who can like communicate that they know what they're talking about and can communicate the answer more efficiently, right? It's not about who's technically more correct. Like, I've gotten I've gotten stuff wrong or missed edge cases on like tons of uh, programming interviews or whatever. But it's I think it's really about the communication skills that you can show to the interviewer because, and I think that tech. Uh, people like you know uh, know this, but like you're not gonna know everything when you start a job, right? Like you're you're constantly gonna be learning, like regardless of where you go. So the fact that you're able to communicate and you know talk to other person is a big plus. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know you gotta get the answer right. Like if you get it wrong, then you're gonna be in much you're gonna have a much harder time versus someone who got it right. I I can tell you I can tell you a story right so yeah. um before i got this offer before i started at microsoft so I, I worked at microsoft vancouver but before that i had an interview for microsoft redmond which is in seattle which i am now um and you know they flew me out and it was like my first interview so i was like i was scared right like and you know i just completely buckled every single question like i got everything wrong such a bad time you know i felt so bad about it right and I think that, you know, if that happens, you just got to be like, okay, there's, I don't know how many companies there are, but there's a lot, I wouldn't say a million, there's lots of companies out there, right? And to beat yourself up over like failing is not the right way to go about it. Like you got to be like, okay, like learn from my mistakes. What did I get wrong? Right. What can I do better the next time? And then just take that and go forward because the moment you start getting hung up on all your defeats, you're going to start, you're going to forget about all your victories in the future. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and failing is the part of the process of of winning right you can't win without failing so um i think that is the biggest like advice or like the biggest mistake that i made the Mm -hmm. biggest mistake i made was like getting hung up over it and like basically just getting sad because i just felt sorry for myself because i wasn't like good enough to do it but then you know you keep on practicing Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: yeah so so while you were like just starting out uh as you said uh, in this tech industry, uh, mm-hmm. did you did you ever feel overwhelmed the with the amount of growth that tech industry was coming up like um, like it was just growing with such exponentially it was growing and you felt like oh I'm just studying Python and and the tech industry is just booming and did you like ever feel overwhelmed because of that?
2: overwhelmed because of how fast the tech industry is evolving Mm -hmm. um well yeah like like right now for example right like Mm
1: -hmm.
2: like i'm working on like such a small part of the microsoft system right and just to see other technologies like go crazy and all these different companies be like oh i'm using this next javascript framework whatever right like you kind of sometimes can feel like, oh, I'm left behind, right? Doing like C or C++ or like Python or whatever it may be. But one thing that um, is important to know is that like, if if you know the fundamentals, I really do think that you can learn most languages, you know, pretty fast. It's, it's not it's not about you know how many languages I have in my tool belt or how many how many languages I can like print in, right? It's mm-hmm. it's more about the fundamental skills that come along with programming like those pro uh those problem solving skills debugging skills you know critical thinking that is important rather than how which language am I learning at this very moment right mm-hmm. but I do think that at a certain point it starts like if you uh, like if you pigeonhole yourself into one industry or something like that it could definitely uh get you stuck in that industry so it's mm-hmm. always good to move around and learn a lot
0: Yeah. So, so as you were talking about in, in hackathons, when we were discussing, you said that uh, you meet to, you get to meet a lot of people and all that. Uh, So what is like uh, the major role of networking in our domain in computer science and all that tech industry or, or even in general? Yeah. The power Um, of networking.
2: Yeah. So i'll first answer uh, i'll i'll first say like aside from networking just like meeting new people like i i like meeting new people like it's it's a good time you know you get to talk to different people with different experiences gain their um uh, like learn from them right Like i think that's important to always look at every opportunity learning opportunity but uh in terms of networking not even like just because a lot of people go to hackathons just to talk to recruiters which is smart you know that's fair whatever but like even friends that you make right like Somewhere down the line, you know, you could be like, hey, maybe you want to work on a project together or, you know, they started a company and you're trying to apply to the company like, hey, do you have any tips? You know what I mean? It's just Mm. growing your network is something that you could always do. And I really think that it's helpful, right? Because, you know, all these different people, professional people, right, Uh, that are related to things that you want to do. And the more like points of data points that you can get around you is going to be helpful in the future
0: so so when you were uh, starting out uh, uh well like learning everything and so did you like how did you manage your time with uh with your social life and and like learning everything every new stuff every day
2: so um in school it was tough you know like um you know you gotta you gotta really study honestly but it really helps if you have a strong like support group and a strong friend group which i did have in school so you know studying didn't feel that bad because i was studying with my friends all the time um, in terms of work life ba- uh, sorry like study life balance you know like there is importance in like taking breaks you know having a good time university is a good time it shouldn't be like a depressing time where you are always studying you know what i mean like but you should be learning at the same time but it's important to have like that balance, which is kind of hard to find. Sometimes I feel like in these more difficult and strenuous programs like engineering. Um, so I would definitely like make time to have fun as well as make time to study. It's all about like your time management, really. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure like you guys are feeling that as soon as, you know, you went from high school to university high school, like, Oh, you can do all the homework and i will be fine. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, if I'm not on top of everything, I'm going to drown. Right. Mm-hmm. So, just a lot of that you know um I, I wasn't really the best at time management pulled a lot of all-nighters and um you know if I, I do I, have, I do have regrets about that stuff you know I wish i had studied more but it is what it is right mm-hmm. and in terms of like your work um Microsoft in particular or my team in particular is very good about work-life balance
1: mm-hmm.
2: from what I've seen so far so I and and I think it's really important too especially working from home you know what I mean like mm-hmm. You know, you ha- you don't leave your house to go to the office, so you don't know what the difference between work and home is. So I think it's important to have, like, boundaries, um, like clear boundaries that you could abide by. So, like, after this time I'm not working or before this time I'm not working, right? So setting those boundaries at home really helped me, you know, get that better work-life balance and, you know, decide when is time to learn and when it's time to work.
0: Mm. So, so you have been working at Microsoft. Uh, have you... Uh, found uh anything like any other team or any other industry in microsoft uh that's that's like booming and you think uh the future in tech is going to be in that
2: um well there's so many there's so many like different you know facets Mm -hmm. of fact they're gonna go crazy right like um in particular i don't have any Mm -hmm. um that really pop up to my mind because like every industry is just waiting to be disrupted right Mm -hmm. so um like i i couldn't really tell you like one he's like oh go look at this go look at that but what Mm -hmm. i would say is like look at the problems that are starting to arise now right like um if you if you look at you know all these like for example uber or lyft it's like what kind of issue do they solve right the issue was like we need car service we need you know you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: what kind of what kind of industry or what kind of service needs solving, right? Is what I would ask. But that's a very entrepreneurial uh, question that you asked, mm-hmm. which is very cool. But um, in terms of like just regular tech work, I don't think that, you know, being late to something or not being in it right at the beginning is going to be a huge de- detriment, right? Mm-hmm. But like what, one example right now is like crypto, right? Like, like mm-hmm. all these blockchain and uh, smart contract stuff coming out really
0: interesting stuff so maybe you want to look at that yeah for sure uh i mean even i have been like uh, looking into blockchain right now currently um, yeah. so yeah that's 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 like really confusing at first but then it's fine <laughs> yeah so so before we close down this episode do you have any last words for our, uh uh listeners in uni <laughs>
2: Um yeah, definitely uh have fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's gonna be a long like four years, five years, or however long you're taking. Um and yeah, study, but don't study too hard. But have fun, but don't have too much fun, right? Like it's all about the balance and making those connections because you know, like school, you know, once you're done, school's done. But like those friendships and those memories that you make will last with you forever, hopefully, right? So Hmm. Um, I would really say like try to make the best out of your university go out meet friends join clubs if you want to I didn't really want to join clubs you know what I mean like uh, have a good time but you know also remember to study because you're paying for this right? so guess um, it's all about a balance.